It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, audioboom.com, iTunes, on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. A lot to discuss today. Your reaction to yesterday's podcast, definitely something I want to get into I found it really interesting. I wrote a column. I wrote an opinion piece on my blog, ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com. It's on my Twitter as well. Check it out. And I find it interesting because yesterday on the show, I said, hey, the Bengals, I want them to be open to drafting a quarterback, whether it's in the first round, the second round, the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round. I want them to do that not because of Andy Dalton, but because of the the value of, of how valuable quarterbacks are in the NFL. And I'm getting roasted for it. I wrote the column today and I or the piece, whatever you want to call it, and people are, are just coming at me and, and I I get what you're saying, but I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying Andy Dalton's a bad quarterback. I'm not saying he's the reason they were six nine and one. What I am saying is is there are probably eighteen quarterbacks in the NFL right now that when they play the Bengals, they have the advantage at quarterback. Or they have more upside at quarterback. Or they, long-term, will have the better quarterback. And why do you want your team, just because you like Andy or he's played well, to go into a game more times than not with the second-best quarterback in that game? And you're going to say, well, and I got this tweet, and let, let me give credit to where credit is due. Sean Rivers, at Sean underscore Rivers, don't you start this! You're going to get A.J. McCarron, the A.J. McCarron goons worked up again. I'm not saying Andy Dalton isn't better than A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron is certainly not as good as Andy Dalton. And to me, A.J. McCarron at his best is Andy Dalton right now. Let's see. I got other tweets. Mitch at Big Mitch 30. LMAO. Yeah, let's take a QB when there's other glaring needs. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you watched the foot like football in the past five years? Have you? Because if you've watched football, you realize that it doesn't matter how many pass rushers you have, quarterback play, 
covers up a bunch of stuff. Doesn't matter how great your wide receivers are, quarterback play, stellar quarterback play, hides that. Offensive line, yeah, hides that too. To me, quarterback not only is the most important position in the NFL, it's the most important position in all of sports. So, yes, I want the Bengals to not be loyal and say Andy's our guy and we're not looking at anybody until round five. Yes, I want the Bengals to see what's out there for A.J. McCarron and, heck, be open to taking a quarterback with the ninth pick. Yes, I do, because I know that a better quarterback than Andy Dalton gives them a better chance to advance. All of you guys cry and moan and bitch about Marvin Lewis. Everybody, I'm tired of mediocrity. Oh, I'm so sick of mediocrity. The Bengals are okay with mediocrity. You know who's more important to the Bengals' success than Marvin Lewis? Andy Dalton. Okay, great quarterbacks turn average coaches into great coaches and great coaches into Hall of Fame coaches. What's the bottom line? What was Bill Belichick without Brady? What was he? It's a dude who was just coaching and, and potentially on the hot seat. They started 0-2 when they had to go to Brady. 0-2. The Bengals beat him that year, by the way. So, to me, it's just so obvious. It's, not, it's nothing about Andy. I'm not saying bench Andy or anything like that. I'm saying consider it. Yes, the likelihood that the Bengals really you know, draft a quarterback to draft Deshaun Kaiser or Deshaun Watson or Mitch Trubisky or anybody in the second round or third round to compete with Dalton, it's not likely. I want them to be open to that idea. If they see a guy like, man, that guy, that guy can be pretty good. That guy can be, oh man, he can be really good Pro Bowl caliber if everything goes right. Go get him. Go get him. And you're going to say, Andy's a Pro Bowl quarterback only because of injury. Like, I mean, like a legitimate Pro Bowl quarterback that's there every year. Top eight guy. Like, the Bengals don't need Tom Brady. They just need, like, a top ten guy. Like, Ben has never been the top guy, and I talked about this yesterday. Get a top six, seven quarterback. And I know it's a stretch, the first round, and I know you think I'm crazy, but quarterback is that valuable. It's that valuable in it's interesting. There's other people that are just like, just no. And then, uh, let's see here, Nick Howell, James, why? Why would they do that? Andy Dalton is Matt Ryan. No, Andy Dalton isn't Matt Ryan. Andy Dalton's good. He is. And maybe, maybe he can lead this team in the playoffs. But to me, if you can find someone better, if you can, Quarterback is more valuable than that second wide receiver or the the offensive line or the cornerback position or a pass rusher. It is. It is. It is. It is. It it, it, it is. There's no debate. I'm not saying get rid of Andy for one of these guys, Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Kaiser or any of them. But if the Bengals evaluate them, evaluate the quarterback position and say, he's got the physical traits to be great. He can run. He can pass. He's great pocket presence. He slides in the pocket. Man, great decision maker. All the tools interviewed well. All the measurables we look for, take him. Take him. I don't care if it's at 9 or 29 or 59 or 79. I don't care because quarterback is valuable. Quarterback is more valuable than any other position 
and I, I don't understand why you guys are arguing with me about this. It's not about Andy. It's about the way the league is set up. Worst case, you get a guy that's eh, as good as Andy, right? Let's just say as good as Andy if you drafted him at nine or a step below Andy. You don't think there's going to be a team in two to three years, four years that needs a guy like A.J. McCarron that you can trade off? Think about it. It's not a big deal to draft a quarterback behind Andy Dalton. It's not a big deal at all. Bengals could move on from Andy if they wanted to down the line for that for that new guy, or they could keep Andy and trade the other guy, or just keep him as a backup like they did with A.J. McCarron. Again, if you're doing that in round one, round two, you're probably considering him at least giving him a chance to start at some point, especially in round one. But why, as a fan, would you not be open to this idea? That's what I want to know. At James Erpine on Twitter, at LockedOnBengals on Twitter, tweet us because... I don't know why you wouldn't want to. And if you want to write longer than a tweet, you can email me, James Erpine at iHeartMedia.com. To me, if you want the Bengals to be great, not good, but great, you want them to address the position that, well, they're just okay at. Like if I told you they, you, you wanted them to replace Brandon LaFell, who is a, a, a middle-of-the-pack number two wide receiver. Like he's not the worst. He's not the best. He doesn't... He's not crazy great at any one thing, maybe leadership, but not crazy great at running. You know, he doesn't have great yards after catch, not super fast, not a super deep threat. He's good, not great. If I said I wanted the Bengals to move on from Brandon LaFell, a lot of you would be on board. If if I said move on. But I name a mid-level quarterback in Andy Dalton and say I want the Bengals to consider looking at a replacement for him. Or a guy that could be better than him down the line in the future. You get mad. And I don't understand. Give you another example. We talk about running back and we will dive into running back. And I think the Bengals need to get better at running back. I mean, you could make the argument that the Bengals are pretty set at running back. If they re-sign Rex Burkhead, you have Rex Burkhead who offers some upside. Jeremy Hill who's been here but struggled some. And Giovanni Bernard coming back from injury. Then they could draft one. Why wouldn't you draft one? Like, like, I don't see a scenario where you don't draft one there. I don't see why you wouldn't potentially take a corner if you cut Adam Jones or let Jay Kirkpatrick walk. I don't see a scenario where you don't consider drafting a center with Russell Bodine up for free agency after this this coming year, the 2017 season. So why are we okay? Like, like if I said Russell Bodine's perfect because he's not great, he's not awful. He's become very serviceable, and he was serviceable this past year. Let me say that the Bengals need to upgrade at center. You guys would be like, yeah, let's get a center. Woo! Yeah. A lot of you would, and rightfully so, and you would be right. All I'm saying is, is the Bengals should be open to replacing their mediocre quarterback, their B-minus, C-plus quarterback. That's what he is. Slightly above average, right? If C's average, and he's slightly above that. Slightly above that. Doesn't mean you can't win with him. But it's going to take a hell of a lot to win with him. The perfect scenario, the perfect playoff matchups, the perfect offensive coordinator, the perfect offensive line, a great defense, great weapons on the outside, great running game. It's hard to get all that. So what I'm saying is not go out there and panic and draft quarterbacks in the first round every year. No. Be open to selecting a quarterback. Be open to that idea. What's wrong with that? At James Rapino on Twitter, 
at Locked On Bengals on Twitter. Also, email me, James Rapine, at iHeartMedia.com. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Tomorrow, I promise we won't talk about quarterbacks. I just felt the response to yesterday's podcast and my uh, blog post, and you can read that. 700 words, quick read, ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com. Check that out. And, man, tomorrow we'll dive into some other stuff, other draft slash free agency needs i'm not saying you know god start eight like saying start aj mccarron is crazier to me than drafting a quarterback in the first round it is because if you take a quarterback in the first round it's saying man this guy we think he can be really 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 good and that's why we passed up on all those other guys that can help us that's all i want them to be open to the idea i think you should too thank you for listening I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.